Hey, you guys, and welcome to another episode of Oh, You Black Black, where we defy gravity and break generational curses. It's your girl, Taryn B. And your girl, Nia Simone. And we are so happy to have you guys back. Welcome with another one. <laughs> hey, guys, and we are back. Yay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need you to put a little bit more. I'm, I'm under the weather. Okay, I'm under the weather. Okay, the allergies are they winning right now. So I hope that y'all bear with me. I know I sound super annoying. I probably sound like Barry White, but <laughs> we gonna muscle through this because I I missed I missed recording. We skipped I did a week. too. I we did. We needed we needed a break. Yeah. We needed a break. We'll get into that in a minute. But let's go ahead and give out these roses. Drum roll, please. Yes. So the rose that I want to give out is to a Black-owned waxing business. And they're located in Katy, Texas. And that's if you're not in Texas or Houston, that's like right outside of Houston. So it's considered Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's called the Wax Den. You can find her on Instagram at the underscore wax underscore den. And I actually went to school with her. She just opened up her own business, her own little spot. Ooh, so yeah, I'm out, definitely sis. going. Yeah, super exciting. So I'm definitely going in about two weeks. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go slide by and get waxed so that's mine yeah i'm super excited for her i can't wait to tell her that i mentioned her in uh, the (laughs) podcast because she actually said that she loved the podcast so yeah okay hey girl (laughs) okay so i want to give my uh rose i actually have two sets of roses to give out so my first um set of roses i want to give to one of my lifetime friends jasmine mack um I love her. I've been friends with her since I was 11 years old. Um, she is a public relations professional and her and her business partners, they have a public relations consulting agency called Jane Doe PR. Um, they do event management, consulting, wedding, sports, entertainment. They have like a, some high profile clients and the work that they do is dope and they are young black professionals and they're, they're, they're so dope. Um, you can find Jasmine at her personal page at jmacpr. That's J-M-A-C-K-P-R. And then um, their business page for their public relations um, consulting agency is Jane Doe PR. And it's J-A-N-E-D-E-U-X-P-R. And we'll put this in the description as well. Whenever we do our roses, we'll just put their handles as well. And then um, my second set of roses, I have three very close people that have lost people um, over the month. And I want to just send them some roses and let them know that I'm thinking about them. So my friend Chelsea, my friend Sebastian and our sister Tyler, they've lost mm-hmm. people very close to them, um, you know, within the last couple of months. And I know it's a, it's a tough time for them. So I just want yeah. them to know that they're in our thoughts and prayers and we're thinking about them love you sister we love (laughs) y'all and they are active listeners too so hopefully they hear this 
and, and smile. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's just talk about why we t- we took a a week off, an unexpected week off. Unexpected. It yeah. was. We had every single intention of recording. Every single intention. But it it just wasn't in the deck of cards. Episode right here that y'all are listening to is our uh listeners choice episode. So we put up a poll on our, you know, individual pages and on our Oh You Black Black Instagram page um, over two topics that we've been debating about, which was mental health um, and can black people be racist? And majority of our listeners or the people that are subscribed to our pages said they wanted to hear us talk about mental health. And it's crazy because we ended up taking a mental health week just to recuperate. from And it life. was not planned. <laughs> At all. <laughs> Yeah, we are learning that when life tells you sit the hell down, you sit the hell down. Yeah. If it, and if it's not in the deck of cards, it's just not in the deck of cards. So we love y'all, but we love ourselves more. <laughs> okay, so we're going to go ahead and jump into today's acknowledgement, which yes. is mental, mental health. health. And more specifically in the black community. Yes. 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 Um, I feel like although this topic is talked about right it's talked about a whole lot however I still feel like maybe it's not understood or maybe people haven't been practicing you know mental health or even being accepting of or acknowledging that mental health is something serious that we have that we really actually have to take care of yes I feel that we talk about this in every single episode And no, not feel. I know for a fact that we talk about this in every single episode and really. Okay. So the point of our, our podcast is to break general, break generational curses and defy gravity. So the stem of majority of our community's issues come from Childhood. Childhood. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we got so much to unpack, sis. We do. And we try to keep our episodes short. So, we're just going to jump right into what we've experienced individually. Mm -hmm. And. Nia, since you you're very much in tune with, I feel like when <laughs> when you were younger, <laughs> you knew that you had something going on. I didn't know that I had something going on until I was an adult. So yes. why don't you start off with telling them about your experiences with your your um, mental health? Okay, so for sure, when I was younger, like I knew that. There were things that were very different about me. Um, nothing that I would just consider weird that was just different, right? I didn't move how other people move, especially not other kids my age. Like, I didn't, I had a, you know, growing up in a household, I had a sister living with me that was a year and four months older than me. But I was so content with being alone and, like, not having, I didn't have to play with anyone. I, w- I did find by myself. And if anyone ever talks to my grandma, she going to tell you that I always had a pencil and paper and I was always writing or doing something. 
And so I never had an issue with that. And then um, as I got older, my friends, my very close friends, they would always tell me, like, why do you do certain stuff? So when I got to college and I started studying psychology, I started realizing that I had a lot of different I had a lot of different things in my childhood that would be considered as like mental. I wouldn't even call it mental illness, but things that um, can, can affect your mental health. Right. I had really bad anxiety and I didn't realize it. Um, I probably, if I would have went to a psychologist or something, they definitely would have diagnosed me with OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Um, some things that I used to do was I had really bad insomnia and the insomnia came from the OCD. I literally would get up and check the house. And I'm young. I'm I'm in high school and middle school. I would check the house and make sure all the doors are locked. I was like paranoid, kind of. I would do like certain rituals before I had to go to sleep. And then, um, or I wouldn't go to sleep at all because I'm like, my mind is racing. I like, I have so much other things on my mind. And then um, my organization skills were like, everything had to be organized. Everything, like my mom never had to tell me to clean up my room ever. Uh-huh. Like she, like all my friends, they, they knew when they came to my house, my room was clean, spotless. I vacuumed my floor every night. I wiped my, like, that's how I made on my bed before I left. Like, that's how I was as a kid. Mm-hmm. And people would make fun of me all the time. Like my friends literally would make fun of me about that. When we would go to restaurants, I would rearrange everything that was already on the table to fit my comfort level. And wow. Like, yeah, it was that. It was that it was that crazy. And those are things that were just normal to me. I'm just doing what feels comfortable to me. If someone moved something around, I would fix it. Like if, if I didn't like it, you know, mm-hmm. um, I even went through one part of my life where I was falling out of the bed a lot and I slept on the floor for almost like maybe like a year or two. I like did not sleep in my bed. I was sleep- so I you were a- falling out of the bed. Yes. I don't know what was going on, but I would be falling out of the bed and I just felt more comfortable sleeping on the floor. And so it's like those things and, and it stems from like other stuff. And those are things that like I had to come and turn, come to terms with once I got older and I started really acknowledging that, Oh, this, I used to do these certain things when I started reading case studies about different um, things that were going on with other people. And I'm like, Oh, wow. I, I do that. I think like that. I sometimes feel that way. What really solidified to me that I knew that I had to take control of my mental health was one day I was in my experimental psychology class and my professor put up a picture. It was literally just a photo. And it was like four pencils that were vertically aligned and one pencil that was crooked. I got so anxious. Like, I don't like I don't know where it came from because I hadn't felt that anxious in a while. I got so anxious. Like I was like palm sweaty and I was like gritting my teeth and I'm like digging my nails into my hand. Cause I really wanted her to either fix the pencil or take the picture off. And so she's talking, she put it up there, but she's not acknowledging the picture at all. She's just talking and talking and talking and talking. And then she's like, does anybody in here want me to move this picture? Mm-hmm. And I said, yes, please. Like I said, it so loudly. Like it, like it bursted out of me before she could even finish. And she was like, see me after class. So she took the picture off. So we go on with the lesson. And then she was like, have you um, ever talked to anybody? And I'm like, about what? 
she was like, I, I honestly think that, you know, you, you suffer from some type of, and I'm like, okay, girl, like you, you tripping, you bugging. Mm-hmm. Like I'm thinking, I'm like, just like everybody else. Like we don't, that's not in our community. Like, you know? Yeah. But she, and I, I'm, I'm thinking this about a licensed trained professional. <laughs> like she has a doctorate <laughs> degree and I'm telling her <laughs> and I'm studying the shit and I'm still telling her like, girl, you, you sleep. And then it wasn't until I got more and more in depth into psychology that I started realizing like, okay, I'm, I'm, I have some issues that are, um, they're not considered disorders because they don't control my life, but they do control some aspects of my life where like the insomnia, the being anxious, the not being wanting to be around large crowds or around people. And I'm still like that to this day. So I'm, I'm trying to still work through those things. Um, but some things that I've been doing since I've acknowledged that, that those are issues, I have been meditating. And I mentioned that before I've been meditating. I've been, um, just making sure that I set boundaries and it's been taking me so long to get here. And I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. I figured this out 10 years ago, but it's still taking me until now to really practice those things. So it's not something that, you know, just because you acknowledge it, that means you start. Because I, I didn't have the information on where to start. Because, again, I'm anxious all the time. Like, I have high anxiety. So it's like my mind is all over the place. And then on top of that, I'm dealing with other life stressors, you know, work, family, relationships, just, you know, my own, my own goals. You know, I'm my biggest critic. So I'm criticizing myself about where I want to be and what I want to do with my life. So it's like all those different things. It's like you don't really, you think that those things are more important than focusing on what's inner, what's inside of you. Right. So Mm. I'm sorry, it was a lot to (laughs) go through, but (laughs) (laughs) that's kind of like where I am today. And I feel like since I have taken control of that, like I've been so like at peace. I'm not stressed anymore. I let a lot of stressors in my life go. And I promise you, I used to hear people say all the time, just let that stress go. Baby, when you let that <laughs> stress go, sis, I promise you I can leave the house without my bed made up. And I'm not running back home to make it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can, you know, have a pile of clothes on the floor and I'm not feeling anxious to hurry up and hang them up. Like, I'm, I'm at peace, you know? I'm not a slob or anything like that. I'm still, you know, clean and things like that, but... It's it's alleviated a lot of stress. I can get a full night's rest now. It took me a long time to get here. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's a lot of people crazy. do not know that about me. Except for like if you're if you've grown up with me and like I used to sleep over your house, you know that about me. Like my friend Desiree used to trip out how in the middle of the night I would literally get up and pick up everything off the floor and lay my ass back down and go and try to go back to sleep. <laughs> she would be like Girl, what are you doing? I just couldn't sleep with stuff on the floor. Like, I couldn't sleep with stuff out of place. It's just, I don't know. It just, I couldn't do it. Wow. <laughs> so, is that something that, okay, so when you were actually doing it, did you know that something was wrong? Or did, was it, like, more more so of a hindsight thing? Like, damn, it's I'm hindsight. grown now, but I used to, I used to be doing some weird shit. Yeah, hindsight. I used to do some weird ass shit. And, I, <laughs> girl, it probably had affected a lot of relationships. And now that I'm thinking about it, like if somebody did that and I didn't, and I was ignorant, I would be like, okay, they weird as fuck. Let me leave their ass alone. Yeah. You know, 
but it's all good. Like I'm not, I'm not ashamed of anything that I've been through. I feel like all of those things that I had to go through made me the woman that I am right now and the woman that I'm growing into. So I just take those life experiences. And when I see other people battling with them, I want them to know that they're not alone because I experienced it. And I experienced it at a young age and no one around me experienced the same thing that I was experiencing. Or at least if they did, they had a very good way of hiding it or they had their mm. own mental things that they were dealing with. So they didn't notice mine. So I, I, I suffer from depression, mm-hmm. but it's not like, like major suicidal. depression. Okay. Yeah, nah. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't nothing like that. It's more mm-hmm. so. And it took me a while to realize, cause like you said earlier, it's like, we don't acknowledge those types of things. Mm-hmm. So when you're feeling this type of way, you don't know what it is, but it ain't depression. It's everything yeah, but depression. Cause it's we don't everything have but it. Right. Girl. So, Ooh, go ahead. Preach to the choir. I cause... realize. <laughs> I realized that um, and mine is a hindsight as well I realized that I was suffering from depression when I was in college and it mm. just never went away so going from high school and it, it took me forever to actually like really break down exactly what happened and with me breaking down exactly what happened and what my triggers are now I can acknowledge my triggers and I can figure out a way to um cope to work through them okay yeah because anyway let me get to my story so <laughs> <laughs> it started in college and with me, it was more so of a thing from going from being known, you know, knowing what I'm doing, being on the dance team, mm-hmm. to going to college and, like, not knowing what the hell I'm doing and not having control. Mm. So, and at the time, like, when I'm living in this moment, I don't know exactly what's going on. I just know that I don't feel right. Right. So I'm 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 trying to maneuver my way through college. I don't know shit about college. Like <laughs> no one ever spoke to me about college. I thought that you took the same classes year round. I ain't know shit about a semester. Like <laughs> honestly, like I didn't know any of that. None of that. And I feel like my my all of my friends were equipped when they went to college. Like they knew almost everything. And I'm like, damn, like was I not paying attention? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't feel like I'm on my shit at all because I feel like I'm in last place and I'm so used to being in first place. Mm. So that comes with me being hard on myself. Like, I'm extremely hard on myself. Yeah. Extremely hard on myself because I know what I can be. I know that I'm I'm somewhat of a renaissance woman. Like, I know how to do a lot of stuff. Mm. But it's like, why am I in this situation? Why am I... I could be making a bunch of money, but why am I limiting myself? Mm-hmm. Why am I doing this to myself? Like, why, why don't I... Because I'm always quick to tell people and I'm always quick to push other people. I'm always quick to give the best fucking advice. I'm always... I'm always quick to give motivation to other people, but myself. Are we, did we live the same life? Cause I, <laughs> okay. So it's like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> after I send y'all those messages and after I'm 
rooting y'all on. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> why yeah. am I not doing this shit? Like, yeah. why am I not talking to myself? Like, why am I putting my, putting love into everybody else but myself? Mm-hmm. Why am I abandoning me? Mm-hmm. So it's like, when one of my major triggers is when I feel like I'm not reaching my full potential in whatever it is. You feel like whatever you it may down? be at that time. I shut down. Mm. I do shut down. And when I shut down, I start emotionally eating. Same. And that's another <laughs> trigger. Because Same. when I emotionally eat, I eat a bunch of processed shit, a, a whole bunch of low bright brain ass food, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm eating a bunch of low bright low vibrating food, I'm I'm vibrating low to the floor. Like I'm Absolutely. not I'm not I, I don't I don't want to see sunlight. I want all the all the blinds to be closed. I need all I the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I want everything that's not good for me. I want it now because it'll make me feel good. Mm-hmm. But it'll make you feel full where you feel empty. I, I yeah. I got you. I, I got you. I'm yeah. here. <laughs> so with me being an adult now and me acknowledging and being fully aware of, I have this problem. Mm-hmm. I do suffer from depression every now and then. And my depression stems from me not being satisfied with myself, mm. me limiting myself and me not, not reaching my full potential, knowing damn well that I can do whatever the hell I, I can literally do whatever I want to do. Yeah. I can teach myself whatever I want to teach myself and be bomb as fuck at it. But Absolutely. it's like, I, I, I get so content I get so content and so complacent. It's like, do, wait, is it? Do you really feel like you're content, or do you feel like you're kind of stuck because you have so much other stuff that you're trying to do? I don't feel like I'm stuck. I don't mm-hmm. feel like I'm stuck because I know that I can move. Mm, okay. Like I know that I can excel. I know that I can move up. I don't feel like I'm stuck at all. Okay, good. It's all about me applying myself. Mm. and sometimes I don't apply myself because it's like I have so much going on in my head at one time I feel like I'm doing something (laughs) I do I feel like I'm doing something and at the end of the day I've done a lot in my head like I've mapped out projects I've mapped out new businesses I've mapped out all types of shit content that I'm going to do interviews that I'm going to do but in reality black and white on concrete like I don't have shit yeah let's go there because I literally, let's go come on <laughs> I, okay I was telling I was telling our other friend this and I and I know I mentioned it to you earlier when I, like I'm I have to be so organized on the outside because my head is so chaotic yes like I literally yes. can sit in silence and not feel weird like you know how some people are they don't like silence for me Mm -hmm. it's never silent my mind is always going I always have like I always have a 50 million things that are running through my mind things I need to organize like I'm filing things in my mental folders Mm -hmm. and my my head is so loud (laughs) all the time and girl I can literally drive home and not even remember the drive that's how intense it is that's how intense it is for me and you know how dangerous that is? Because we live in Houston. So it's like, <laughs> bruh, if you're a zombie driving and then when you actually get to your destination, you're like, damn, I don't even remember 
Sis, this is how Making I know. That turn. This is how I know the universe be on my side and God be looking out, baby, because there, the, there's no way that I can be that absent-minded with driving mm. that I make it home safely and in one piece with no harm. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like some somebody's looking out for me. Like I don't know if it's all them prayers from my mom and my granny and them, <laughs> like just being co- like just covering me. But I really feel I do that. Um, if it's not every day, it's damn near four times a week for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know if mine is is that often, like four times a week, but most definitely is happened to me often. Like I'll go somewhere. And I'm thinking about so much. And I'm a morning person. So it's like, I'm ready to go in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm, I'm amped. I got Same. goals. I'm I'm texting everybody motivational shit. Like, I'm commenting on, I'm sending you DMs on yeah. Instagram. Like, you got this girl, go ahead. But it's like, all of those things at once. So it's like, nothing ever gets finished. Or nothing yes. ever comes to fruition. Because I'm thinking about so much at one time so what I have learned is that for one acknowledge what your triggers are mm, yeah and I was actually speaking to um, a former supervisor of mine and she is mm, she's 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 very in tune okay she's very 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 in tune and she didn't always used to be like that and today she actually told me that I'm the one who motivated her to get to get in tune to to level up and to to vibrate higher than hmm. what into a different realm. And I'm like, damn, like me, because you was my boss, so, <laughs> right? You know, like how did I influence you? And things like that make me feel it, it should make me feel good, but it makes me feel worse because I feel like I'm being fake. Because mm. I can tell you all day, look, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. And everything that I'm telling you is 100% facts and truth, but I'm not applying it myself. And I'm I'm the same way. I feel like that's because it's so easy to analyze things from the outside versus from the inside. Uh-huh. You know, because we're battling so many other things. So it's like, you can't, there's no clarity within yourself. But on the outside, you can see an issue and analyze it and, and, and see the solution right there. But from the inside, you're like, you're trying to get through so many different barriers and obstacles. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I was speaking to Tammy today. And she she told me, and a light bulb went off in my head. Because I was telling her about, you know, how I had an episode last week. Like, mm-hmm. I, I had a, a, a bout of depression last week. And um, I, I texted her last week, and I'm like, Tammy, like, I need you right now. Give me some words. Like, g- give me direction. Mm-hmm. Just give me direction. I got the rest. So we spoke, and she was basically like, you need to identify your triggers. What mm-hmm. triggers you? What what when you're in that moment or those moments think back to what just happened how did you get into that moment and the thing when the light bulb went off was was when she told me don't try to get rid of your triggers Mm. never do that that'll always be a battle never try to get rid of your triggers what you do is 
you confront the trigger and you learn how to maneuver She's while so you're right. being triggered. She's so right. You have to learn how to deal with those triggers mm-hmm. in a positive way. Yep. Know how to know how to deal with it and know how to overcome it. Yeah. And not get swallowed up in what made you yeah. upset or what made you depressed or what made you anxious. Yep. Don't get caught up in it. Know how to deal with it. Yeah, absolutely. She's not so lying. I, I never thought of that sounds so simple, but I never thought of that. I always thought to get rid of the trigger. Like Mm-mm. what's making me mad? <laughs> oh, that's making me mad. Let me get rid of that. But in, in reality, in life, you can't get rid of everything that's gonna piss you off or everything Hell that's gonna nah. put you in a negative state. You it's go like crazy. we can <laughs> right. We can meditate all day, but if you if you come at me wrong, I'm gonna curse your ass out. Mm-hmm. So it's like, instead Amen. of cursing you out, I need to know how to respond, how to deal with people mm-hmm. like you. Yeah, I need to know how to respond and how to, how to cope. Yeah, without without being triggered, or without without feeling down on myself about doing what I just did. And you- because the thing is, you can always say that you're in tune, and you can always say that you you meditate and you do all this but somebody gonna piss you off absolutely we're human somebody yeah you're (laughs) gonna be triggered you just have to know how to deal with those triggers whether it triggers your anxiety if you suffer from anxiety whether it triggers your depression whether you suffer from depression your compulsive like anything everything has a trigger you just have to learn how to deal with those triggers so you have to identify what your trigger is and learn how to deal with it one thing that I wanted to mention, and I'm so glad that your friend told you that and that you brought mm-hmm. that up, is because going through, you know, all of those things, like, I had, I experienced a lot of people close to me dying. Um, mm-hmm. And I really feel like those are the roots of, the, that was kind of like my comfort, right? Although, and I was being reactive to all of those things happening um, in my life. And even in that same time, I was super angry internally, Mm-hmm. And it was, um, I had resentment towards a lot of different things in my life that I didn't even know a resentment even existed for me. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm young. And when I was in the ninth grade, I had a, I had a badass attitude. I didn't give a fuck what I said to people. I would like say whatever. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. And I had a counselor say those same things to me. Like she just stopped me in the hallway. Didn't never even spoke to this lady. She must've just saw me from the outside. I just saw how I was moving. And pulled and and thought enough of me, a young black girl. She was a black woman, and brought me in her office and talked to me. And she was saying the exact same thing. She's like, "You gotta figure out what is triggering you to be angry. What is triggering you to be upset?" And you know, you're I'm 14, 15, and I'm like, "What the fuck is she talking about? I'm not angry. I'm not upset." But mm-hmm. it's like, then I started noticing when I was being reactive and what was happening. And so I had, so I worked with her, and she, she she's like, "Don't try to get rid of." she's like just let me show you how to deal with it because it's gonna happen right (laughs) so and that's literally what I tell my students every day when they're being you know they're young they're impressionable and they're starting like to grow within themselves and they don't really know how to handle emotions I tell them the exact same thing figure out what is causing this and learn coping skills to deal with that Mm mm-hmm that's what all I wanted to add with that because I, I just felt that, that it just touched my soul when you said it because it resonated so much because I experienced that 
And I'm, st- yeah. and, and even to this day, like new, new things that I'm learning trigger me that I didn't realize before. And I'm like, oh, I don't really like how that makes me feel. And mm-hmm. now, now I'm more vocal and I'm understanding of what a trigger is, how it makes me react. Cause I suffer from the same thing you did. Like the, the depression, it really hit me hard in college as well, especially because I had a knee injury. I had to get my ACL, my MCL and my meniscus repaired in one surgery. And so my freshman year of college, I'm in a, you know, I'm, I'm with a walker with a damn knee brace on mm-hmm. and I'm depressed because I can't do what I love to do, which was dance at that time. So depression. And I was feeling the same way you were not really knowing, you know, how to navigate through this. I mean, I figured it out, but I, those same things, like, you know, the conversation just kind of triggered those memories for me, Yeah, the, especially things that you don't think bothering you anymore and I was just getting emotional when you were thinking about when I was when you were talking about it because I was it it brought me back to that place I was and I'm gonna allow myself to go there because I've I feel like I've healed from it but it's just one of those like nostalgic moments where you're just like dang I've grown so much like yes yes I'm not sad it's emotional but it's not a it's not a sad emotion it's like I'm proud of myself because if you've ever had to get yourself out of a dark deep depression like if you've ever did that on your own by yourself, mm-hmm. I'm gonna just go ahead and t- clap to you because that is the hardest thing to do. Yep. Some people never get out of it. Some people never ever get out of it. And for people like us who can be in those dark spaces to where you're so lost, right? And you're like so confused and you don't really have anyone to guide you, but you find a way to pull yourself up out of there. And it could be from a different, you know, a lot of different variables around you, but you figured it out. You figured it out. It may not be fully out, but you're out enough to where you can function and you can manage those things around you. Yeah. That, that depression shit is, is hard. And it, it is shows very up, hard. It shows up differently. And like you said, the emotional eating, um, just, and, and, and some people abuse drugs, they abuse alcohol. It shows up in a lot of different ways. Some people just, they need to be around people all the time to deal with their depression or they need to purchase things. It's, it's so many different ways. That's why when, when someone is, you know, a certain way, I try not to judge them for who they are because I figured it's something that happened in their life that caused them to be this way. And if they don't feel like it's a problem, sometimes I just mind my goddamn business. But then mm-hmm. it just, you know, I'm just a psychoanalyzer. I analyze everybody around me. That's just my nature. But I always think to myself, like, what happened? Like, I want to know their story. I'm curious. You know, what made them that way? What caused right. that? Like, is this a trigger for them? Are they being this way because of something, you know, that happened? And it's interesting. The, I mean, humans are so interesting. Yeah, I definitely definitely look at um people differently as well but at the same time I don't think it's fair and I think I've said this before I don't think it's fair to bring other people into your negative space unless yeah they've invited you you know what I'm saying like I don't (laughs) I don't so I shouldn't have to figure out why you're being a bitch or I shouldn't Mm -hmm. have to figure out why you know especially if I don't have anything to do with it now if you want to talk about it you know what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're not you, but generally speaking, yeah, generally, if you're in yeah. a in a bad mood and I see that you're in a bad mood, I'm gonna assume that you're in the in in the space to talk about it. Cause you're showing me how you are right now. 
So that means that you want attention to it. If you but, didn't want to talk about it, you would mask it. But to be fair, that's that's not always true, T. To be fair, some people really don't know that the things that they do are either toxic or it's an issue, right? And Or they don't really know how to acknowledge it or they don't even realize that this could long-term be an issue, right? Or they don't know how to mask it. Some people really don't know how to get small and put and put those type of things into a box. Yeah. When you, when you think about it, like, just think about a, f- a few people in your life that are extreme cases, right? To where they lash out easily or they, and s- people can tell them all day, but if they've really never been equipped with the tools, someone has to, those are learned things to learn how to do, to like mask it into, you know, suppress certain things. Those are learned, that's a learned behavior. That's not just something that just comes naturally. At least, and I don't feel. You know, you're, you're, you're right. You're definitely right. And, you know, sometimes I forget that people don't think the way that I do. Right. So you're definitely right in um, regards to that. But um, I just feel like now that we, we're in the age of the internet, I feel like we have so many resources out there to help with whatever we need help with. Facts. That not much you, you there's not much of an excuse that I would accept. And I'm just gonna go back to what we've been saying since the first episode. Therapy. Carry your therapy. Ass to therapy. Girl, I have so <laughs> I have so many friends that go to therapy that I'm jealous. It's like, yeah. damn, I want to go to therapy too. Right. <laughs> right. I wanna go, I wanna go too. Right. Like y'all feeling good, y'all glowing. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I even have some some friends, a couple of friends um on Instagram and they they post, you know, after they've left therapy. Mm-hmm. And it's not always good. It's not always good. Yeah. But I I fuck with them so hard because y'all are being so transparent with telling your story like that's, that's bravery so bomb to me yeah like that shit is so bomb to me like who gets on the internet and says hey i just came from therapy it wasn't that great today but hey <laughs> i made it through like that's the kind of people that i surround myself with and Facts. that shit is so bomb Facts. to me Facts. shout out to maja shout out to crystal <laughs> y'all are everything like yeah Facts. y'all are everything I I'm, love it. I'm signing up for therapy soon I don't know when <laughs> because I have yeah. so much going on right now it's kind of like I need to be at a at a calm space in my life yeah to to add some more onto my plate but that's bomb like y'all are bomb I can't say that enough I promise like I um I recommend therapy to everybody and m- myself I've never been in in a therapy setting and I've 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 just found other therapeutic things for that work for me. And when I feel like those things stop working, I'm definitely going to see someone. But I feel like, you know, the people that are in therapy, I commend them. You know what I'm saying? That takes bravery to sit in front of someone and be open, vulnerable, and transparent with Mm -hmm. them about your shit. You know what I'm saying? And acknowledging that I got some shit going on and I don't really know how to sort this shit out. So let me just, let me just talk to you. And honestly, you know, there are a lot of people that just like to bottle things up and they are saying, I don't like to talk. I don't like to talk, but you're fighting this inner battle. You're fighting this, you know, you have so much inner turmoil and people don't realize that that spills out into relationships. 
it spills out into your work it spills out into your you know lack of reaching your goals or just like your whole environment yes you're you're complacent you know Mm -hmm. you're just existing like I see so many people just existing yeah like they're just existing like there's there's absolutely nothing that they're striving for they're not even striving to be happy they're just fucking um we actually have to wrap this episode up we do we probably should should do a part part two okay (laughs) oh my goodness We yeah, we're, let's do that. Let's have a we part should have two. a part two. There's so much more to unpack when it comes to mental health, and I'm glad yes. that we're having this conversation. And I want you, as our listeners, to make sure that y'all are joining in on the conversation. So, um, we'll we'll dish out the handles in a minute. But I want to at least leave with a quote, um, that I think can resonate with a lot of people probably listening to this. And the quote is, "If I can survive the war that I battle within myself, I can survive anything." And so just know that once you get past uh, one obstacle, no matter how small the obstacle may seem, you're already fucking winning. You're already surviving. And now you can move on to the next. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, I'm just, I'm putting it out there for whoever needs it. Like, no, I don't care what you're going through right now. I promise you the floods are going to dry up and the sun is going to come out and there's going to be a rainbow right behind that sun. Hmm. It may not be today. It may not be next week. It may not even be fucking next month, but it's going to come. I just need you to hold on and just make sure that you're finding things that make you happy. Even when you're in your darkest place, fight, keep fighting. You're going to get there. Don't ever give up. mm, mm, mm. Don't give up on yourself ever. Don't ever, ever give up on yourself. I promise when I tell y'all I love myself, I do. (laughs) I'm going to love me more than I love anybody. Except for whenever I have kids, but I'm a love me, and I'm I'm always gonna put myself first, and I'm always gonna fight. When I feel myself getting into them dark spaces, I fight. I'm gonna fight for my fucking life to get out of it. Hmm. And like we always say, it's something as simple as going outside and getting some sun. Yes, <laughs> lay your ass in the grass, okay? Yeah, and go outside and get some sun. Just just get some light, some natural light. Hmm and smile Girl. and laugh laughing releases all these you know positive hormones in your body these endorphins what is endorphins right or endorphins the, yeah. yeah they release that into your body and it just makes you feel good so and these yes. are coming from people that actually have dealt with this so we're not just talking just to talk this is no real <laughs> real shit like we said we're going to have a part two because there's so much that I didn't. I didn't even touch base on girl. Me too. Same. <laughs> Same. Depression. Like, Same. I just try to just skip through the it. Surface. I just try to skip through it and give y'all a little yes. background about me. But it's so much to unpack. So it's please so join in much. on the conversation. We want to hear from y'all via email. You can send it to our DMs. Um, our email is oublackblack at gmail at gmail dot com, and our mm-hmm. Instagram handle is. Oh, you black, black. Oh, you black, black. Sorry, y'all. I had a <laughs> oh had a brain, brain fart. Okay. Yes. Um, that mental health. I'm trying to get there. But yes, <laughs> hit us up. Let us know what you think. And is there anything that you want to talk about or that you want us to, you know, touch on as it relates to mental health, especially within the black community? Woo! <sighs> we love y'all. Y'all are so bomb. Keep shining. Keep building them businesses. Yes. Keep just keep going. Be consistent. 
we can talk about this for forever. So we're just gonna have to. We gonna see y'all. We gonna we gonna hear from y'all next week um, on our part two episode. So y'all be blessed. Drink some water. Mind your business and put some lotion on. (laughs) Peace out. Peace out.